0: Your first task? To learn the anatomy of a woman. You cannot master the art of cunnilingus if you do not know the anatomy of a woman. It's that simple. So, your first task is to do just that. It's an unfortunate truth that many men cannot name the different parts of a woman's genital area. They may know the slang terms for certain parts, but they cannot tell you every part or tell you the real name. In many ways, we can understand, given the fact that we don't really speak about our genitals openly, or even in a mature manner. There are so many downright vulgar names given to the female anatomy, and it's time to learn the reality. In addition, there is a common belief that the entire genital tract is called the vagina, it isn't, it is actually the vulva you're referring to. The vagina is the inner part, the part which is used for sex and having babies. By knowing the real names, and being able to point out which bit is which, you will be able to help your woman reach a greater amount of sexual satisfaction during intercourse. Of course, you will also then know which parts are more sensitive than others, the fast track towards sexual pleasure. Up until now the female anatomy has been somewhat of a mystery, but it's time to unearth the truths and blow the mystery out of the water. On the other hand, it's not just guys who need to know all of this because a surprising number of women don't actually know medical names for their vulval area either. This is actually quite worrisome because if a woman isn't sure which bit is which, how can she be sure her gynecological health is optimum? In 2017, Health Magazine conducted a survey on how many men could point out the various parts of the female genitalia. Half of those asked couldn't point out the vagina, but more worrying, almost half the women asked couldn't either. In addition, a huge 80% of men also said that they wouldn't be able to spot any possible changes in their partner's vulva, which could be a sign of cancer. The bottom line is that men need to understand a woman's body, just as a woman need to understand a man's. By doing this, you can both identify possible health issues and have them checked out sooner, rather than later. You cannot plunge in blindly, lest you miss the forest for the trees and there be no end to your labors. The point is guys, you need to start seeing the female reproductive system as more than just a sexual being. The point isn't just about an orgasm and a good time, it's about helping your partner to stay healthy too. On the flip side, women also need to take the time out to become a little friendlier with their own anatomy too, because not being able to point out a vagina on a picture is, quite frankly, terrifying. We all start as a female, and our genitals develop from the same material. Learning about fetal development is really interesting. Did you know that during the very first stages of a pregnancy, every fetus is basically female? The difference in genitalia doesn't become apparent in either direction until the first trimester is almost over. The reproductive system of both men and women develop from the same point, and even after development, the way they both work and what makes them what they are apart from the obvious visual differences are actually extremely similar. For instance, the female clitoris consists of the very same components as the penis, i.e. the base, head, and shaft. It's simply smaller. When a woman is sexually excited, the clitoris becomes larger, just the same as a penis does. With that in mind, a good way to understand the female anatomy better is to think of it as working in similar ways to a man's. Of course, the single difference is that a man's sexual organs are outside of the body and therefore can be seen, whilst a woman's are hidden inside. When you think about it that way, it's far less confusing. The earliest philosophers in history, such as Aristotle, were already clued up on the similarities between the female and male anatomy, despite the fact that the theories of the ancient Greeks were a little inaccurate at best. For instance, Aristotle believed that semen was produced by both sexes, and this idea carried on until around the 12th century. There was also the idea that the female uterus moved around the body, obviously causing a fair amount of concern to the women of the time. In addition, the uterus was seen as dirty or toxic and an illness causing organ to women. It's comical to think of this now, knowing what we know. Another interesting idea was that the uterus could be used to carry babies, but some thought that there were a few different rooms or areas within it, maybe up to seven, with the ability to carry that many children at the same time. The male anatomy didn't cause the same amount of interest as the female, but there were a few strange ideas about how sperm was developed. Back in the 14th century, some famous philosophers thought that sperm was produced by the brain and that it traveled down the spine, to the penis. Can you imagine? The female orgasm comes from the clitoris. Everyone has heard of the G-spot, but it is certainly somewhat of a mystery. Basically, the G-spot is a bundle of nerves which are associated and connected to the nerves of the clitoris. If you read magazines with articles on how to please a woman you'll read about the different types of orgasms via different types of stimulation. In many cases, the G-spot orgasm is considered to be the holy grail, the one every woman wants. It is also the most difficult to achieve. To break down the mystery however, the G-spot really is just a small area which sits inside the vagina and is quite close to the urethra. Its function is to look after the urethra during intercourse, to stop any damage from occurring. Most experts believe that the G-spot's nerves are connected to the same nerves as the clitoris. By attempting to reach this so-called holy grail of a G-spot orgasm, you're actually adding more fuel to the argument that only penetration during sex will allow a woman to reach orgasm. That's really not the case. The problem is that as most people are so obsessed with finding this holy grail of a G-spot, many women have decided to undergo complicated operations, attempting to make it easier to hit the sweet spot. This operation involves removing a art of the vaginal wall and then basically sewing it back together, in order to achieve tightness. After this surgery, the women who underwent this procedure in Florida all reported that they found it easier to achieve vaginal orgasm through only penetration. There are other types of procedures which are reputed to help improve the chances of a woman reaching orgasm, including collagen being injected into the walls of the vagina. The problem is, there is also a debate around the possibility that such surgeries are really just attempting to cash in on insecurities about the female body. You could argue that promoting these types of procedures just reinforces the idea that if a woman can't reach an orgasm, there is something wrong with her body. Of course, this is certainly, one hundred percent, not the case. It was Freud who came up with the false idea that women should be able to climax through penetration only. What utter rubbish! Sigmund Freud himself, a man and certainly not a woman, decided to tell the world that the clitoris was a less desirable method of a woman reaching orgasm. He also decided that this type of orgasm made is far harder for a woman to achieve orgasm vaginally through penetration alone. This particular idea had no science behind it, simply Freud's rather short-sighted opinion that gratification through sex should be all about the male penis. Of course, these views aren't considered accurate in this day and age, but the very notion of it back in the day has shaped the way society views the way a female enjoys sex and how she reaches orgasm. We shouldn't paint all of this as being false, because Freud's teachings and ideas left a very clear mark on the way psychology is considered today. However, many of this views on the female anatomy and how it pertains to sexuality are often considered wide of the mark, especially his renowned Oedipal Complex which explained his view on children feeling a type of attraction or desire towards their parent of the opposite sex, and as a result, they resented the other parent. None of this has scientific backing and most researchers do not ascribe to it. What Freud's work did, however, is push researchers and psychologists into thinking in different ways, with his ideas providing a basis. Had Freud not voices these theories, we might not have had the information we have today. A female orgasm requires patience and time. A man should be happy to perform as much cunnilingus as their partner requires in order to reach an orgasm. Climax is different for a man, in many cases a man can come in a few minutes, but a woman needs a considerable amount of time. It's completely normal and expected for anywhere between 15 to 45 minutes of cunnilingus to bring a woman to climax. First things first, make yourself comfortable, if you feel tired or uncomfortable you might be more inclined to end earlier than your partner needs. You should also never complain about how long it takes for your partner to reach her release, just chill out and enjoy it yourself. If you place pressure on your partner, it's going to take longer, or won't happen at all. It's a truth that most people try and make their intercourse sessions last longer, but they do this by extending the actual penetration part of sex, rather than exploring and enjoying oral sex and other types of foreplay. An article in The Cut back in 2015 mentioned that couples try and lengthen the time spent having actual intercourse for a reason dating back to around the 1960s. At this time, the subject of premature ejaculation was being discussed, and it was cited by William H. Masters and Virginia E. Johnson that a man who comes before his partner is experiencing premature ejaculation up to half of the time they have sex. Of course, we know now that's not the case, and it's simply that a woman can often take far longer than a man to reach climax. Most couples have sex for around 10 minutes, but many also state that they'd like it to be longer. Society also puts pressure on couples to make it last as long as possible. How many songs and films have you seen with references to Up All Night? Far too many. So, despite all of this pressure and focus on how long sex takes and how long we'd like it to take, there is still far less focus on the things which would actually help a woman to climax, e.g. cunnilingus. A woman needs to be comfortable, confident, and totally relaxed before any sexual intercounter. Women are at the mercy of so many messages about their bodies, and by the time a woman reaches adult age, she has that many things floating around her head about how her body should look, what it should do, that confidence issues run plentifully. Most women worry about orgasm, and are concerned that they won't reach the point of climax through cunnilingus, or perhaps that her partner might find it upsetting, or even disgusting. The fact that oral sex on a male is roughly the same kind of deal doesn't enter their mind, because society doesn't say so. A mature and confident man needs to be able to take away any fears or concerns in the following ways. Show her that you like performing cunnilingus. Encourage her to take her time. Tell her that the taste and smell is pleasing to you, that you like it. By doing this, you'll take away so much of her anxiety, and she will be able to relax far easier. An article by Cosmopolitan back in 2013 sought to help reassure women that telling their partner what to do and how to make it feel good is totally fine. You shouldn't feel upset or abridged by feedback, and it is a good way for a woman to reach the orgasm she deserves and to help build her own confidence. This benefits you in the end too. So, a woman may say things like, go a little slower, a little faster, left a little, and this is simply to enhance the experience and bring you closer. Men prefer directions which are clear and precise. Of course, this can be difficult to do when you're in the moment. The article also mentioned that using these words in a quiet, breathy voice is far better than barking out direction. Women should also seek to praise their man when she is enjoying the experience, to help boost his confidence too. As a result, this creates a cycle of satisfying encounters and confident partners. As with any sexual practice, there are always STI risks to consider. Cunnilingus is quite a low risk, but there is still the possibility of STIs to consider. Most sexually active adults know that condoms are required to help protect against STIs, but how does that work with cunnilingus? A dental dam might be something to consider in this case. A dental dam is a piece of latex which provides a barrier between the woman's genitals and the man's mouth. As a result, you're protecting yourself and your partner against STIs. Whilst it might not look attractive, every responsible adult has to consider the risks, especially if casual sex with more than one partner is occurring. Dental dams are also very easy to find in pharmacies, but if you can't find it, a piece of cling film or plastic wrap might be a good, quick substitute. You could even use a condom and do a spot of DIY crafting. It is possible to identify whether a woman has climaxed or not. There are certain signs that your partner has climaxed, and you simply need to know what to look out for. These are physical signs which cannot be hidden, such as flushed cheeks, faster breathing, noises, and also contractions of the muscles in the vagina. These are involuntary and can't be avoided when a woman comes. We have to talk about the fact that many women feel the pressure to fake an orgasm, to help make their partner feel better about the fact they didn't come. This isn't the best practice to start, as it only leads to a dissatisfying sex life. Much of this can be put down to the fact that so much pressure is put on a woman to climax from intercourse along, and most women find that very difficult. It's far better to give honest feedback about whether or not orgasm happened, and then you can work together to improve it next time. Whilst some women may be Oscar-worthy actresses in the art of faking an orgasm, there are signs which can't be avoided. The truth signs of an orgasm are Faster heart rate, faster breathing, her body will feel hotter as her temperature rises, the muscles around the anus and the vaginal opening will tense up and then flutter as she actually climaxes. One should not make more assumptions than are absolutely necessary. The bottom line is that a woman wants to be able to please her man, and she may be worried about opening up about the things she enjoys and the things she doesn't. She might also worry that if she tells him, he might take it the wrong way and be insulted or upset about it. The thing is, a mature and loving man will prefer to hear these things so that he can help make the experience more enjoyable for her next time. Be that man. Conclusion Both men and women are responsible for not only their own climax, but the climax of their partner too. Creating an enjoyable, satisfying, and fun sex life is an integral part of a relationship, and that means honesty and dedication. A man who can allow his partner the time to relax and enjoy sex will reap the rewards. Cunnilingus is one of the best ways to make a woman orgasm, and by dedicating the right amount of time, listening to directions, and encouraging her to tell you what feels good, you'll find that the two of you are closer as a result. Try this, remember, she comes first.